to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, it is Carla here, and I am so excited about today's topic because it's actually a topic requested by one of my mentorship clients. We have been doing some work on this very subject with her, and she just felt like it would be a great topic to share with others because I think there is a big misconception in this area of what this means. And what are we talking about? We are talking about what does it mean to take up your cross? to take up your cross. We see in Matthew, Mark, and Luke that this passage that Jesus says to his disciples is recorded in three of the gospels. So we know when there's repetition, we need to take notice. Reading from Matthew's version in 1624, it says, then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me deny themselves and take up their cross. And I have seen both in working with my mentorship clients and in the Christian community in general, that there are two extreme ends of this that happen. And let's talk about the first extreme and the one that I've had to mentor my client through. And that is seeing, um, taking up your cross as this interpretation that the cross is a burden that they must carry, a bad relationship, a thankless job, a physical illness, that they must constantly be suffering if they are truly taking up their their cross. And if they are experiencing joy or happiness, well, then they're not suffering enough, right? And really what this leads to is a lot of self-pity, and some righteous pride, right? Like the the suffering martyr. And I know that sometimes we can be guilty of this, right? Even as moms and wives and women, we we play the martyr sometimes, the, the suffering servant in our households. And we'll say, oh, this is just the cross I have to bear. This is just the cross I have to bear. And there's a self-righteousness in that. Um, God does not intend our life to be void of joy, right? In fact, how many times in the Bible does it say rejoice? We are to rejoice in the Lord. We are to find joy in our salvation. So picking up your cross does not mean keeping yourself in a constant state of struggle in a constant state of burden. It does not mean that you can't have healthy boundaries and joy and financial success and all of that. So what does it mean? Because on the other end of the pendulum here, on the other end of the spectrum, we have a whole bunch of Christians who have forgotten what it means to take up their cross and they are living their lives as if they are their own. And that is the wrong approach too. Yes, there is freedom. 
Yes, there is joy. Yes, there is grace. Yes, there is mercy. However, we are still called to pick up our cross. So what does that mean? So this is my interpretation of what it means, the way that I feel that God has led me to appropriate this scripture in my life. When we're talking about denying ourselves and picking up our cross, we really have to look to the first example, Jesus. Jesus picked up the cross, the literal cross, a cross that meant death, a cross that meant torture, a cross that meant sacrifice. He picked it up. And what was the meaning in that? Jesus denied himself. In the midst of his pain and his agony, though, he trusted the plan of his father. Jesus picking up the cross was Jesus laying down his own will for the will of the father, that you and I may be saved and that sin would be broken. Picking up the cross is about laying our will, our plans, our desires down in full surrender and picking up the will and the plan and the way of Christ. Picking up your cross is about dying to self. It's about dying to self. And this is where the struggle comes in. Yes, there is struggle, right? Because in our natural, we have desires. We want to do things our way, in our timing. We want our plans to be established. We want our will to come to fruition. But that is where we need to die to self. That is where we need to be fully surrendered to the plans and purposes of God. God, what is your will for my life? God, in this situation, how would you have me handle it? God, in this strained relationship, what are you calling me to do? God, with these finances that you have given me to steward, what is your plan? God, here's the idea I have for my life, but Lord, I surrender it all to you. I want your plan for my life, Lord God. How can I most impact the kingdom for your glory, Lord? What can I do to further be trans transformed into the likeness of Jesus, Lord? And when the choice comes between serving God and serving the world, are you willing to risk it all to serve Jesus? And that's a hard question, I think, for some of us in North America to answer, because we are not faced with the life and death reality that Christians are faced with in other areas of the world, where really they're picking up their cross does mean dying for their faith, that they are willing to lay down their life to serve Jesus no matter what that they are willing to be kicked out of community, kicked out of family. They're willing to lose it all to serve Jesus. That is a picking up of their cross. They are denying themselves to death in a lot of areas in the, in the world. And we have it a little bit cushy here in North America that we are not actually faced with having to lay down our physical life for Jesus, but we're called to. If we need to, are you willing to do that? Are you willing to put down your plans? Are you willing to stand up 
for your faith and risk losing it all? Are you willing to lose friends? Are you willing to be of no reputation? Are you willing to be the outcast? What are you willing to do to follow after Jesus? That's the question God wants. He wants your heart. He wants your heart in surrender to his plans and purposes. He wants your heart surrendered in trust to his will over your life. It's not about a, a, a who can suffer more con contest. It's not about checking off a list of all the ways that you are suffering and giving things up. God is always, always after our hearts. He's not after our performance. What is your heart? Is your heart surrendered? Is your heart willing to deny what it wants in the natural to go after what God wants for you in the supernatural? That is what picking up your cross is to me. It is denying our will, surrendering our plans, and going after Jesus 100% all in, all in no matter the consequence. And so friend, I ask you today, have you been wearing your cross as a badge of, of honor and self-righteous pride? Have you been chasing after your own desires and silencing the spirit in your life when it's prompting you towards God's will? Either side of the spectrum is not what God is calling us to do. And so friend, I ask you today to take a real assessment. Get on your knees, get into the physical posture of surrender and offer God today your will and your plans. Ask God to remove them from you and in, in, in exchange, plant his desires in your heart. Friend, that is picking up your cross, laying yourself down for the Father's will, laying yourself down in full trust in the plan and purpose that God has over your life. Your affirming truth for today is, I will set my heart and mind on the will of God in complete surrender. And we go to Romans 8, 5. Those who live according to the sinful nature have their mind set on what nature desires. But those who live in accordance to the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. That's what we want. Our heart and mind set on what the spirit desires. Be blessed, friends. I'll see you next time. Before you go, did you know that I offer one-on-one -on -one mentorship? If you are feeling stuck in the cycle of negative self-talk, if you are having trouble replacing the lies with the truth, if you need support in building mental resiliency and really growing in confidence in God and your gifting, I want you to send me an email and see if a one-on-one -on -one mentorship session is right for you. Be blessed. Thanks for joining me today. 
I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.